Ruminations, Life with Science Overtones, written and presented by Rod Taylor. Today and last week on Ruminations, we were delving into fantastic voyages down into the micro world of our bodies. And today we're going even deeper to the molecular level and even into our consciousness. And now let's jump down another level to the atomic scale. Whoa, things are really strange. Electrons whiz around the atoms. The nucleus consists of protons and neutrons. And inside those are mesons and muons and other weird stuff. Bosons and gluons. Particles within particles. Hang on, are these really particles? Maybe not. When we learn about atomic structure, the simplest model is to equate these things with planetary systems, nanomercuries and Earth spinning around a central sun. Nice analogy. Unfortunately, wrong. Those quirky people studying physics tell us maybe it's not particles at all, more perhaps like some statistical probability waves warping the structure of space-time. Does that make sense? No, I can't really say it does either. However, here's a thought. To explain something at a deeper level, you have to describe something fundamentally different to the higher level. Take, for example, a brick. If you ask me, what's a brick made of? I might say, well, smaller bricks. And what are those bricks made of? Smaller bricks. No, it doesn't really help. But if I said... Bricks are made of mud that's been fused from baked clay, that would be fine. We don't have a problem jumping down through the layers with a simple example like that. Now remember our frog and uh, the goat? Well down here we can pretty much ignore gravity, its effect is more or less nil. Instead, the world is dominated by nuclear forces that are relevant to daily life at our level. And now here's a different kind of problem, much more difficult. Where does consciousness come from? You could say this is another scale problem. Somewhere in the brain we get the sensation of me experiencing the real world out there in some way. Can we solve this just by prizing open our skulls and looking inside? Oh that's really hard and I don't know the answer. But I do know there isn't a little person or organ inside your head where consciousness resides. Rene Descartes thought this was a pineal gland. Really? He should have known better because he hasn't solved the problem. And what part of the pineal gland is it? All he's done is defer the problem to some smaller organ inside a larger organ. Fail, Rene. Resubmit. Well, the real answer seems to be that consciousness is a property that emerges from the collective operation of all parts of the brain. The seemingly coherent experience we call consciousness is somehow the result of the brain as a whole rather than any individual part. In fact, I would go one step further and say perhaps even this is too reductionist, that maybe it's the result, to varying degrees, of our entire bodies. So far we've only zoomed in to the small scale, but what happens when we zoom out and up to larger scales? Surely we should see a change in things there too. Indeed they do, and gravity is a strong example. 
and our nano-sized fantastic voyages are almost unaffected by gravity, so it's ironic that planets, solar systems and the entire large structure of the universe is dominated by gravity. That's all very cosmic, but we can experience it on another scale effect just by walking outside. Here the wind is gusty, blowing in all directions, from left one moment and from behind the next. At our scale it's rather confused, but zoom out to the weather map and the picture is much simpler. It clearly shows the wind from the west trending southwest. We experience the weather at one scale, but at the larger scale it's somewhat different. There are countless examples of that sort of thing going on, but here's one to finish on. And maybe you're walking along the street ruminating on scale, and there's a road ahead. You carefully watch the traffic to navigate the crossing. Now imagine the same situation, but you're with a group of friends. Ruminating, of course. And have you noticed this? The behaviour changes greatly when a bunch of people cross the road together. A sort of mob mentality, and somehow there's a collective decision to go. The herd spills onto the road, and the negotiating power between the cars and pedestrian has changed. I'm tempted to say the herding wildebeest face the lions, but that'd be way too flowery. Well, that's enough of shrinking for one day, and time to meddle with my own consciousness a little. And whether beer is made of real stuff, or quantum fluctuations in the fabric of space, I don't care, as long as it's cold and tastes good. And next week on Ruminations, Kwandong Pies and Civilization. Catch you later. You've been listening to Ruminations, written and presented by Rod Taylor. Produced by Deborah Hawke and David Jenkins. Mm-hmm.